as you can see, I was like, what is the lightest clothing I own? And it is this Buccaneers jersey that I got at the thrift store for a dollar. A but jersey it's like for a dollar? An NFL official <laughs> jersey. One dollar. It is like a large. Yeah. And I was like, this is good. This is light. It feels like fake clothes. Hello, and welcome to Take a Moment, a Bachelor podcast. For Paulina's friends, I'm Annalise. And for Annalise's friends, I'm Paulina. Paulina, what, like, everything happened in the last two weeks since we recorded last. Yeah, Bachelor Nation said Paulina and Annalise didn't do a podcast episode, so it's time to have everything occur at the same time. Like... It was some expected things, some unexpected things, some absolutely shocking things, too. Yeah, I feel like a lot of unexpected things. What do you think was most surprising of Bachelor Nation updates? Most surprising, definitely um, Nick Vial and Nick Vial, parentheses, 42, and fiance Natalie Joy, parentheses, 24 having a baby and the fact that it was planned they talked about it on his podcast they got pregnant on their first try which makes it sound like they were actively trying for a baby yeah that to me was the most surprising what was the most surprising to you as much as people like speculated about it I think it would still be uh Caitlin and Jason ending their engagement four years they were together four plus years And I felt like they were so good. Like they seemed like they worked so well together. So just having that, like, I know it has to be hard for them, but you don't just like end a four year relationship or an engagement for like something little, like something big had to have happened. And I know that they don't have to share it, but I would like to know. Yeah. I'm nosy. I want to know. Do we think it was one event that triggered a breakup or do we think it was like realizing lifestyle changes kind of gradually or just kind of naturally growing apart like do you have do you have a guess (laughs) I think it had to be like one of them changed their mind about something that was like a core belief between the two of them like Uh whether that was like where they're gonna live or if they're gonna have kids or something like that yeah I don't don't buy that they just like grew apart yeah no me neither um I got brunch with Jamie this morning if you're listening hi Jamie um (laughs) and she and I were talking about how right at the beginning of their relationship Jason was talking about like oh yeah I'm so sure about this I'm going to give Caitlin what she wants which is a marriage a wedding kids like the whole nine yards like she wants Mm -hmm. you know the traditional family dream and I think at the beginning, he said he'd do that within like two years. He was like, yep, we're so sure about each other. We're going to move fast. We're going to, you know, lock it in. And I agree with you. Something about that plan changed, whether it was both of them deciding that wasn't what they wanted anymore, whether that was Mm -hmm. one or the other. Um, It just like, it sucks. It makes my heart so sad that Caitlin is now 38 and presumably still wants the big wedding the kids the family and now she's starting over 
yet again for the second time in five years. You know, she and Sean broke up in 2018. And weren't they supposed to get married on like New Year's Eve or something? I think that, yes, you are correct. I think that was when a lot of the nation was like, if they don't get married on New Year's Eve, I don't believe that they will ever get married. Mm -hmm. And then you said about how she had to start over post Sean too, then Sean announcing. God, Sean announcing his unplanned pregnancy Caitlin and Jason announcing their breakup and then Nick and Natalie announcing their pregnancy all in the span of what 10 days maybe yeah it was just so speedy all the things and you know obviously Sean is her ex for a reason Nick is her ex for a reason but that like you know that she knows you Mm -hmm. know you hope that she found out from them and not from the internet like the rest of us but God, that just has to, like, twist the knife, why don't you? Then, who else, what was other updates? Amanda Stan is pregnant. Yeah, great. I wonder if she's going to have another babies. Girl. Lots of babies, yeah. Um, Abigail and Noah got engaged. Mm-hmm. I was excited for that. I, I really like them as a couple. Yeah, I was not the biggest Noah fan, but he's really grown on me, especially in his relationship with Abigail and um he's been just like really he's been like a really good supporting character in her Instagram series about um cochlear implants and deaf culture and stuff like that Mm -hmm. in a way that he just seems really genuine and sincere so happy for them I feel like he had a weird like edit on his season and then yeah they like didn't let you see too much about Abigail and Noah because they were just like a boring couple because they were just like in love exactly no drama like what were you giving to us on tv yep um and then he also surprised her with taylor swift tickets the same week that they got engaged she got to be proposed to her at love story (laughs) so cute that video was adorable if you haven't seen it yet go on her instagram it's absolutely adorable um huge week for her like she got to see the 1989 announcement live in person Mm -hmm. um big bummer wish i had been there um (laughs) something else happened there were lots we talk about gabby no we haven't talked about gabby yet (laughs) i was like that was like an an unexpected one too yeah so for people who may have missed it about two weeks ago maybe a little bit less than that um gabby from the gabby and rachel double season was on an episode of the view and she announced that she is dating a woman and has been for a few months now Mm mm-hmm really sweet announcement um to me what stood out the most was her talking about how like there's always been kind of a voice inside of her and it just started off as a whisper but got louder and louder as she started listening to it um and she thinks you know they asked her do you think it's just you're just going to date women now and she said yes but my mine my girl that I'm dating right now which I thought was really sweet. that was a really sweet way of answering the question I thought it was nice that she's not like She doesn't feel the pressure to like label herself one way or the other. She's just like, I'm going to date my girl. Like, that's all you need to know. Exactly. Very like Becca Tilly. I'm not going to put a label on this, but Mm -hmm. like I'm with my, my person for life. Um, I feel like there was another pregnancy announcement maybe. I think so too, but I can't remember who right now. Um... I thought for sure Victoria and Greg had broken up, but they have not, apparently. 
Um, I'm still convinced that Michael A. and Danielle broke up. Ooh, really? Mm-hmm. They haven't posted together in a while, but she moved to Ohio for him. That's why I think they're together. I think they're just trying to be more private about it. Mm-hmm. My thought was just like with Michael's son, James, is that his name? Mm-hmm. James. That maybe they're just trying to like keep him out of uh, spotlight sort of stuff. Try and just like yeah. keep things to themselves. That would be nice. Um, and <laughs> You're like, I don't buy it. So Well, because Michael posts about James all the time on his, like his main grid on Instagram. Um, but yeah, maybe they don't, since, you know, they're still just dating, they're not engaged mm-hmm. or anything. Maybe they don't want the public and James and the relationship to all kind mm-hmm. of clash heads. Um he gave an interestingly worded answer on She's All Batch this week when they asked about like his relationship and exactly what you're saying. He basically said, like, you know, we love each other a lot and we're trying, you know, we're in a public relationship and it sucks being in a public relationship. So we're trying to be more private. But I don't know. She's like on a girl's trip in Europe without him and he was home alone while James was at sleepaway camp and I feel like it's not looking great I just want to believe in them yeah they're the last couple standing from last season of paradise are they really yeah because Brandon and Serene broke up uh Victoria and Johnny oh, why would you remind me of Brandon and Serene breaking up I'm no I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry oh, I'm sad all over again <laughs> Oh man, what a like absolute garbage season Paradise was last year. Brandon Serene is probably the one I took the hardest. Like I was very upset about Caitlin and Jason, but Brandon Serene just did something to me I was unaware <laughs> of. Yeah, I mean they they really sold they really had us in the first half. They sold it to us, but alas, I hope she's living her best life. Me too. I want to say that is it for Bachelor Nation updates. Yeah, I think I think that's that's all. A lot of babies, some breakups. Lots of yeah. Um, Katie finished F Boy Island, so I'm sure we'll have stuff to discuss in the fall, maybe whenever it starts airing. Mm-hmm. And Golden Bachelor, wait. I'm really excited. I this will oh, be Golden my first. Bachelor. You're right. Yeah. So this will be my first FY Island season. Super excited to talk about that with you. And then it'll be everybody's first Golden Bachelor season. I really like Gary and I'm rooting for him. So I think it'll be fun. I laughed at you and me sending each other the same TikTok about (laughs) Gary, but also you calling me out. And I was like, I hadn't read my messages yet. I do the same thing to Matt (laughs) all the time. Like we will send each other the same TikTok and then we'll go back and be like, oh, whoops, this is why you check the messages first. But Sometimes you just open TikTok, there's a good video on your For You page and you want to send it out. And you just send it away. And <laughs> if you do that totally, she will call you out and be like, I just sent this to you. It was like probably the <laughs> message before. It was like two messages before. It was. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> rightfully so. You called me out rightfully so. We just know each other's interests so well. It's all Bachelor and Taylor Swift. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> Shall we talk about the last couple of episodes? Yeah, let's get into it. So Paulina was actually here uh, after Hometowns, but 
like in the sorry you don't know where I am Paulina was up in the DC area right after hometowns aired um, and we had hopes of a live episode that just didn't pan out life got busy so we're here with a double episode to talk about hometowns and fantasy suites mm-hmm. and um, what a emotional roller coaster hometowns to fantasy suites was bro the like two sides of the coin of Xavier especially my OG pick to win has never disappointed me so much and like he I think we need to talk about this first because otherwise I'm not going to be able to focus on any other discussion um the fact that Charity the week before hometowns was like I don't have to give you this rose I'm taking a chance do you think you can get there at the end of this He says yes. He immediately turns it around. Things are looking great in his hometown. They go to the cute little knitting shop. She meets his mom and his sister and everybody loves each other. He tells her that he's falling in love with her. Like everything seems like it's going great. And then you decide during the dinner portion of your fantasy suite date that now is the time to say, actually, I cheated on my ex in my last relationship. We were two years into our two and a half year relationship. I cheated on her multiple times in the span of five days while I was on vacation with the boys. And also I can't actually confirm to you that I'm not gonna do that again. And also I can't specify what I did to change my behavior after cheating besides being introspective. Like Xavier, what are you doing? Like, oh. This man is a scientist. He should be able to rationalize things. Hypothesize, how will she respond to this statement? Yeah. No, he did none of that. He had one, I think he had one of the best hometowns. Yeah, I feel like all of Charity's doubts went away. She's like, oh, like his family says he's ready. We click so well. We did, we did a knitting circle. Like it was so wholesome. It was so cute. They showed so much promise. Their daytime portion of their fantasy sweet date was good. Except for the part where he calls her a delicate flower that he's scared to crush. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) And then he sits down at dinner and he just looks like emotionless stating this, giving her this information. She has said since her last season that infidelity is something that she is not okay with Mm -hmm. I understand that he felt he needed to tell her so she could make like a decision but how did you expect that to go and then she's giving him every opportunity to be like yeah but I like went to therapy is the only appropriate response correct yes um, just like I thought about it. Okay, cool. You should have thought about it many times. You, It's not like you cheated once. You were like, oh, I went on vacation and just like forgot I had a two-year relationship. Also, and then he can't promise that he won't cheat on her unless they share this night together. Why? What do you think that's going to change? I don't know if that was a weird, like they cut the conversation weird. But either way, those words did leave his mouth essentially. So the edit that we saw, she is asking him, can you promise me you will be faithful to me? 
the way that he responded to the question made it sound as if she was asking him, are you sure that we can get engaged in three days? Then I can see the answer being, Mm -hmm. my heart says yes, my head still has doubts. I think what would benefit our relationship the most is more time. The way it plays out, it looks like he's just trying to sleep with her. Yeah. And I don't want to believe that of him. No. I don't know. It was a very weird conversation to watch. Also, his fantasy date took the most time of that episode. It was like a whole hour of the episode. It was a whole hour of the episode. For why? Like, we... I still have, we watched them for an hour and I still have so many questions about how all of this happened. Like, I don't think their dinner time conversation was all that edited. I think he just was making that little sense with how frustrated and upset she got and how she was walking through everything so logically and kind of able to point out all of the holes in what he was saying. I think we got a pretty accurate reflection of what happened. I think it was just that disjointed and confusing. I feel like based on the previews for Men Tell All, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Charity still seems very upset with him and his the way he handled that conversation. And she has gone on and said that she's very happy with where she's at now, whatever that may be. Engaged to Dot. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Um. So, like, I know she's not just, like, still waiting for Savior to get his act together. But Charity did have some wonderful moments in that conversation of standing up for herself and stating that she's not going to make the same mistakes she did in the past. She's like, this Charity in 2023 does not settle for anything less. Mm -hmm. I know what I deserve. I know my worth. You're not worth it right now. Let me walk you out. Him saying I love you right before he got in the car. Bro. In the previews for Mental All, he goes, That's not the first time I said I love you. And she's like, Yes, it is. Roll the tapes. Like, <laughs> also, who am I going to believe in that? Like, even if there aren't tapes, which one of you am I going to believe? Definitely Charity. Also, like, even if you had said it before, this was not the time because no. leave. It, like, it was very not as gaslighty as Luke Parker mm-hmm. on Hannah Brown's season, but very like, trying to get yourself out of a bad situation that you have created and just looking so much worse for it yeah it was just a bad look the whole time yeah and I don't I feel like had he not messed up this last episode so badly Mm -hmm. he would at least have like a shot at paradise but I don't think they'll give him a paradise redemption no I think he if he had played his cards better the episode before Hometowns and this week, you know, even like, let's say that he still has the same doubts and he expresses them the episode before Hometowns. If he changes his behavior in um, Hometowns and then gets left heartbroken this episode because he was finally trusting the process, he was finally you know, his skepticism was all gone. He was all in. It was charity. He could have been the bachelor. Yeah, he could have. I would, I would have been behind it. Yeah. I 
um, Game of Roses made this point, and I really agree with it. I don't think the franchise is at the point where they would have back-to-back Black leads or leads of color at all. Mm -hmm. But I think he would have had a compelling storyline for Bachelor. I think he would have been a great candidate based on what we saw in the first half of the season. Mm -hmm. And now he's not even, you're totally right, he's not even going to be considered for Paradise. Like, how do you justify sending somebody who can't say he will never cheat again to paradise just lie at that point you know she gave you so many opportunities to lie she or just like be vague about it but or like not give a sociopath answer (laughs) like you're totally right she was so patient with him she tried so many different angles to make him look good and every time he just like he saw an open door or a brick wall and he was like, oh, that wall looks really compelling. I would like to go that way and just slammed himself into it. Like she was looking for any sliver to allow them to have fantasy suites to finish talking it out, to do whatever they needed to do. Yep. And he just couldn't meet her yep. there at all. And that was so disappointing to see. Yeah. A true fall from grace. Really? Do you and- think that he like wanted out at that point or do you think he just was not picking up on the signals I would think he's just not picking up on the signals Mm -hmm. uh many people I've talked to have disagreed that he was just looking for a way out but I was like I don't think that's the case like he seemed like upset to go Mm -hmm. and I also don't think that he has enough knowledge of the show and how to game it to successfully get himself eliminated like that you Mm -hmm. know um if he did he would not have self-eliminate he would not have gone down like that Mm -hmm. um I think my favorite I totally agree with your earlier point this was a fantastic episode for charity she held her ground she was so you know just such a strong person and it was so much fun to watch her just you know do her thing and take no bullshit I think my favorite thing that she said was I have high standards when the discussion was I don't want to be with somebody who will cheat on me (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I think that's that's kind of the baseline but I get what she's saying I get the point it was just funny in context I liked that this isn't build a man workshop. This is not build a man workshop. Put it on a plaque. Iconic line. She knew that was a sound bite they were going to use. And I loved every second of it. She had a lot of good one-liners and sound bites this week. Mm -hmm. Anything else with Xavier before we go back in time? No, I think, I think we've said what we need to say. Uh, Pouring out for Xavier's misfortune uh good luck on mental good luck on mental yeah good luck to that man because he is about to get ripped a new one hope he turned his comments off yeah he walked everyone in existence that follows bachelor nation yep good luck you are going to need it Uh, maybe this will encourage him to get therapy yeah i really hope he gets on stage and is like so i've since started therapy it's been really great i've been working on my issues um did you see his farewell post did you send it to me Mm -mm. it was like a novel it kind of looked like 
almost AI generated. I don't want to like accuse him of that, but the same kind of like generic platitudes and like way too much text that they've all been posting. Mm-hmm. He like, I don't know. It wasn't a good post. He wishes charity well, but to me, it didn't really read like he was learning and growing. Um, I thought Braden's was much more self-aware, but they've all been coming in hot with the the long, long send-off. Oh, this is long. Braden's was better, you're right. Mm -hmm. The first comment that I see on this says, guys, no way in hell is he the only guy with infidelity in his past on the season. Difference is he chose to be honest. That was your take. Sarah, I just have to disagree with you. So I haven't listened to anybody else's um, recaps besides Game of Roses. Apparently, there have been a couple of podcasts that have, like, basically said that Xavier's cheating is not a big deal. So apparently, like, Bachelor Party with Juliet and Callie Curry gave him a pass because he was young. And um, Charlene from Juan Pablo season, her podcast with Andy, they didn't think it was a big deal. And they've historically said that cheating is not like a deal breaker for them. Yeah, a lot of these comments are uh, pretty supportive of him being like, it took a lot of guts to confess what you did in front of an international audience, wishing you lots of healing, peace and growth. Yeah, if you talked about how you learned and grew from it, but you just said like, yeah, I looked deep within myself. Like, no. Wow, these comments are a whirlwind. I need to stop reading these. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's deleting? Like, is it curated or is it? No, because there's bad ones in there too. Okay. There's just uh, like a surprising number of good ones. I don't know if just like the most recent ones have been positive because people are worried about his mental health with mental health coming tomorrow. Yeah. Eh. But I don't think the internet is as kind as I like to pretend they are. Yeah, the internet sucks. Um, but yeah, I think cheating is like a pretty big deal. And, you know, if he was in a relationship for two and a half years, number one, why did you stick around for an extra six months after you cheated on her? I like I feel like cheating is a big deal. And I think people who, like, think cheating is just, like, a casual thing are just, like, too stuck in the, like, 50s. Yep. Where that right, was just, like, like, the norm. Like, yeah. Just because it was the norm does not mean we have to continue to do it. You, like, yep. wake up every day and make choices about how your day is going to go. Right. You know what else we didn't do in the 1950s? Let Black people use the same bathroom as white people. Things change. We evolve. <laughs> it's just... Like, I think people are really just like, oh, like, it, like, it doesn't have to, like, you know, distance happens, whatever happens. And um, I don't know. I <laughs> just disagree wholeheartedly. Um, well, I'm glad we're at least on the same page that cheating is bad, because apparently some people are not on the same page as us. What would you have done if I'd been like, ah? Um... I would have encouraged you to raise your standards to meet charities. <laughs> <laughs> just curious. I was like, what if I'd been like, you know, like, 
it's a it could be a big deal, but you don't have to make it one. Oh, well, I mean, I I would still be your friend. Okay, <laughs> it's not my thought. Just <laughs> genuinely curious how you would have navigated that conversation. Yeah, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but like I'm pretty strongly opinionated about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we still have to talk about Aaron. I had already thrown him out of my mind. <laughs> So Aaron's hometown is like fine, but then he gets sent home as expected. Mm-hmm. And then he comes to Fiji to shoot his shot with charity again. Like, number one, why do you think producers allowed this to happen? That and was number- gonna be my question to you. <laughs> uh yeah, let's start there then. Okay. I think because like otherwise it's kind of a boring ending you know she has to choose between joey and daunton who are both super yeah super sweet super great stand-up guys who have both told her that they love her and you know she had this huge dramatic falling out with xavier so why not you know why not bring aaron back just to throw a wrench in things you think charity actually regretted sending him home no I was like, she definitely, I was like, no, she, I mean, maybe a little bit once she realized she sent him over Xavier and Xavier was being dumb. I think in like heat of the moment, yes, she regretted it. But like, I don't think she genuinely thinks he has a chance of being the one to propose to her. Yep, I agree. I think she definitely made the right choice when she sent him home after hometowns that doesn't mean it was an easy choice. And I think that's where she kind of gets into the, I don't know if I made the right decision. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking about it every day. And just like you were saying, especially now that Xavier is kind of back to square one or really more like square negative 10. um, (laughs) Now she's like, oh, here's this guy who told me he was falling in love with me, whose family want me to come for Christmas. Like, why did I give that up for this guy who can't say that he won't cheat on me and the answer is charity that sometimes men suck sometimes men suck very succinctly put do you think he so we see in the preview we see shots of him in a suit and it looks like he's in fiji how do you think aaron's attempted re-return pans out because he doesn't get like a overnight date or anything. I don't think there's time for that. That's what I was the... gonna say. It's like there's no time for like. I think if they had like a chance to have like a date of some sort, that would be cool. At least mm-hmm. it would feel like less of a waste of his time, our time, charity's time. The amount of money it costs to fly that man to Fiji. <laughs> um, but I think they probably just have him dress up and have her break up with him again yeah I think I don't think there's any world in which he gets to go to the rose ceremony just because her relationships with um Dotton and Joey are so much farther along but I think you're right I think they they make him think that he's getting either you know a fancy date or an overnight date or getting to go to the rose ceremony and then he just doesn't I think producers are mean enough that they will send him to the rose ceremony. And then she just like 
doesn't give him a rose. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I think that would suck. That would suck. But like, think of all the great camera shots they're gonna get of Joey and Dotton being like, "This is not Xavier." Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Expect the unexpected. Just kidding. That's Big Brother's line, but they think they can use it to match for now. This will be a good test to make sure that they don't think all black men look alike, too. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like they might let him go to the race ceremony just to waste everyone's time and yeah. for more dramatic shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think that they will, but if you're right, it will be more dramatic and more exciting for sure. The only other Aaron related note that I had is why did they make him go up to this poor woman at the resort and ask for charity by first name only? Like, that was dumb. They were just like, let's, we haven't really wasted the viewers' times in a while. <laughs> let's pretend that this is a real conversation. Right, like they left that in the edit too. <laughs> they were just like, first name only. Also, like, you think he knows how to get to the resort but he can't figure out where charity is and like they they didn't seem interested in stopping him from just wandering around that whole resort looking for a woman named charity names charity first name only with the full camera crew you just have to find the other camera crew and then you're you're on yeah. you're where you need to be exactly um anything else with aaron that you wanted to note or discuss no, I had completely forgotten about his existence. <laughs> oh, man. Contrast the Xavier and Aaron situations with sweet Joey and his his uh, hometown into his overnight date. Um, I thought that the drama from his hometown date where his Uncle Joe kind of raises concerns to Charity about whether or not she's getting the real Joey and then the way he explained that during his overnight date of just like, yeah, I was really nervous. I wanted this to go well. You've done so much for me. And this was the first time I got to do something for you. Like, I thought that was an excellent recovery, like perfectly played. No notes. Even with that conversation of like, that could have gone wrong in so many ways. And he was like, no, like I was really nervous. I probably wasn't my most genuine self because I'm not usually that nervous or that like, He's like, I can see why he would think that, but like, it's because I've never liked someone like this. And then yeah. he could have ended it there and he goes, is there anything else that's concerning to you that like you want to talk about now? Like, let's clear the air before we like, Joey, big brain right there. He was like, he's like, no, no, let's not. I don't want you sitting on things by yourself. Like, let's talk about it. Yep. That man's been to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um can we talk about uncle joe for a second though yeah why i mean <laughs> yeah why um so one hypothesis i've heard from the podcasts is joey is a steward of the game and he worked with uncle joe and was like if i do this or if i wear this color shirt or if i give you this signal that means I'm not into this. I want out, but I still want to look good. So we got to start some shit to get me sent home. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I don't believe that. I think Uncle Joe is probably just like some dude who's suddenly seeing his nephew being nervous on TV and 
yeah I can't I don't really know why <laughs> I feel like Uncle Joe and Joey are maybe just too close maybe they don't have the boundaries they mm. need to be like yep. hey why didn't you bring that up to me right why just tell her first off. like why did you just go running your mouth like why did you blow this up for me because <laughs> like what if this is the person I want to be with and now you've just put doubts in her head for no reason right that's the thing like charity may say they're fine now but you can't you can't unring that bell and charity was ready to tell joey that she was in love with him and uncle joe's comment was enough for her to not say that and leave in tears yep yep after having great conversations with the entire rest of his family too yeah but uncle joe over here had to go Sneaky. running his mouth not talking to his nephew just going rogue um but i thought um joey and charity's dates on both hometown and fantasy suite day were very cute him teaching tennis why did uncle joe have to show up to tennis let them have their moment but they were yeah. trying to stir the pot with uncle joe i do have a question about the tennis date how yes. much of a say do you think Joey had in the outfit that he picked out for charity? Like, did he tell producers, I want to get her an outfit, do what you will with that information? Did he say, I want you guys to get an outfit for her? This is what I think would look cute. Make sure you get a matching scrunchie. Like, how much input did Joey have over the absolutely darling matching purple tennis set I feel like with how nervous he was it might have been a lot he might have put <laughs> more thought into it being like what if she gets here and she doesn't even like the outfit or this or the that what if purple's her least favorite color because <laughs> what's your favorite I color can... blue green what did Brayden say uh blue blue <laughs> that's what Brayden says at least and you know that they were soulmates so oh yeah of course of course um yeah my heart my heart says joey picked that out or joey would know to pick out an outfit like that my head says ain't no way that mm -hmm. he accomplished this but i would like to think that if he were like thrust into an athleta or a lululemon he would be able to put something together like that i think so too again we were right about his two sisters yes yeah he has two sisters we are so right look at us go i was watching with my friend and he was like i was like well, we have to see how many sisters yet i was like we were right and he's like why does that matter like, <laughs> men will never understand <laughs> you don't get it it just matters um yeah excellently played dates i was like i was really surprised that not that Joey said I love you because that seems like a really natural progression in their relationship but mm -hmm. I was really surprised that she so easily said I love you too in response mm -hmm. not because he's not great just because this will make the finale much more interesting than I initially thought it would be yeah I agree um hometown date or fantasy suite date also with the ATVs that they pretend didn't work so then they could just wander you're telling me they had okay. no access to ATVs. They wandered in their like converse though. They waded through water in tennis shoes. 
Do you think they were just trying to sabotage Joey at this point? Honestly, maybe. Yeah. They want to, they want to ruin it for him. Uncle Joe didn't work. So let's give them like, Uncle Joe didn't work. Joey talked his way out of it. What else can we do to make this more difficult? Break the ATV. Perfect. (laughs) Um, I do think Joey's very much getting a bachelor edit still. And now that Xavier has just completely self-destructed, very, I'm very pro Joey as bachelor. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind it. Um, anything else with Joey that you wanted to discuss? No, he's a sweet bean. In any other season, he would be our pick to win. I know. But not um, this season. <laughs> not this time. Um, my only other note, we didn't get enough of Joey's dad. I was so excited for the gay dad content and we didn't get any. He I had know. like three words the whole hometown episode. They had because Uncle Joe had to take it over. Stupid Uncle Joe ruining my gay dad episode. Alas. Maybe we'll see Joey's gay dad on Joey's season of The Bachelor inevitably. Mm-hmm. That's that's my guess. Is there like let's save this con if we can't use it all now? Yeah, true. Very true. Uh our sweet man Doughton. What an episode for Doughton. What? Okay, let's talk about his hometown. I'm sorry, Most yes. What a like truly back-to-back perfect episodes for Doughton. He he hasn't had a bad episode this season. No, he hasn't. But like that just proves like how great he is that these two episodes were even better than we could have expected. They were probably some of his best. Hometown, him not expecting to see his parents because mm-hmm. they are in Nigeria. Nigeria. The and I think he genuinely believed his parents weren't coming. Yeah, no, I think I think production told him that they weren't gonna mm-hmm. be able to make it back. Also, like you mean to tell me there's a world in which somebody else wins on a season where production coordinated bringing somebody's parents back from Nigeria to meet the bachelorette at the hometown date yeah it's just give him the final rose yeah just wrap it up now (laughs) announce Joey's bachelorette mental all give him the final rose we don't need to see a whole other episode (laughs) I do want to see the proposal though because I think it will be up there with Zach and Taisha in terms of like Oh, I think it would be and beautiful. Um, but the hometown was so sweet. His grandma was so fun. Yeah. Grandma Timotayo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she just feels so natural and at ease with his family. Um, something that they didn't show during the episode, but I wish they had. Apparently, um, Charity says during their um the day portion of their fantasy suite date that she and his mom prayed together Mm -hmm. that's just so sweet and lovely and I wish we'd gotten to see it I know I know normally we don't need to see all this in here but it would have been a sweet moment as two people with uh interesting relationships with religion we're (laughs) over here like we wanted the prayer we wanted the Christian agenda like I know we're usually like I don't know if we really needed to see the group group date prayer like that was weird um I normally I'd be like uh Joey when Charity's like should we pray before we start he's like no I got faith in you (laughs) (laughs) 
which is very sweet but also that's, that's my normal approach to yeah. religion on this show but that would have been a very sweet moment to watch but yeah. it's kind of nice that they didn't put it like they let that be their moment yeah that's a really good point I hadn't thought about that I don't think that's why they didn't include it but like we can pretend <laughs> we can pretend they did something good mm-hmm. <laughs> um I think my favorite part of Dotton's entire overnight date experience besides him like like they're walking up to their dinner table and he kind of like rotates her so that they can make out like over to the Mm -hmm. side before they walk in clutch um my other favorite Dotton moment was him saying like yeah so I I came on the show and you know a few weeks ago I was like so what what happens at the end of this thing and the other guy's like oh yeah you get engaged and I wasn't scared about it Dotton what do you mean you didn't know like, do you think he genuinely had no idea? Yes, I 100% believe him. I was like, I don't know how you can get to that point in the show and not know. I don't know how you could get through casting and not know. That's what I'm like. I feel like you Google Bachelorette and it would be like ends in. I mean, I guess there's plenty of seasons that no, no longer end in engagement. Right. But man didn't Google anything. He's just like, I'm just going to sign up for this dating show trusted the process not knowing what the process was but I was like if anyone else had said that the season would be you're lying but Don I'm like I think you genuinely didn't know and you're saying it with such a smile on your face and you're like and I would propose to you like (laughs) god just he's I love him I I hope the best for him I 100% believe him when he says this completely implausible thing and I I'm fine with that cognitive dissonance. The power Dotton has over us right now is just unbelievable. He is the definition of a BFG, a big friendly giant. Like, he can do no wrong in my eyes. As two bachelor overthinkers, that's us. (laughs) For us to just believe a man on this show. We're out here constantly questioning the narrative we just spent like 20 plus minutes talking about whether or not xavier's self like self-destruction was edited or not and we're out here believing Dotton when he says the most outlandish thing we've ever seen on this franchise we don't even we question the family members we questioned uncle joe (laughs) someone who's not even on the show (laughs) who's maybe never seen the show that like genuinely could just be whoever this man who is definitely making it to final two where he says he didn't know it ended in that makes total sense yep and that's how you know Dotton is going to do big things in the world not in the bachelor world just in the world if you can have bachelor nation behind you in this outlandish way (laughs) if if you you wanted to solve world hunger he could yeah on this show where people get lambasted for saying yes I recognize that you can get Instagram followers from this show we are happily delulu to believe that Dotton did not know it ended in an engagement and we're at this point in the season where usually we have some mad ex-girlfriend posting about someone that's in the final two and we've heard nothing yeah. about joey or Don. yep 
even yep. Xavier, who's op- now openly admitted to cheating on his ex, like no words have been said from yep. Ghost of Girlfriend's past. Right. Brayden had like four women. He's from Sandy. He was on in San Diego. Like any of the San Diego men have the same exact reputation, and we continue to pretend to be surprised by it. Yep. But when was the last time you think we've made it to a finale without hearing something dramatic about the people in the finale? It's been a while. Um. I think. Especially for The Bachelorette. I feel like on The Bachelor, the women don't get mm-hmm. as many, like, you know, skeletons. But on The Bachelorette, it has been a long, long time. And it is refreshing to not have another situation like uh, Michelle's season where her final, her third guy, the guy she sent home after overnight dates, um, was very credibly accused of sexual assault while he was in college. Like, I am so grateful that we do not have a situation like that, regardless of the the drama it brings to the franchise. I would much rather have something like this than something like that. Yeah, no sexual assault accusations, no blackface, no, no cheating, oh no um, dating multiple women and not t- being upfront about it. Just mm-hmm. two genuinely good dudes. Yep. Vibing to the finale. I'm here for it what it must be like to be an unproblematic man and wake up no I'm not getting hate comments today <laughs> I have nothing to worry about <laughs> uh anything else with Dotton's wonderful two uh two dates that you wanted to discuss as I say every week Dotton provides little to talk about because he's just wonderful you know that they've got great communication great chemistry mm-hmm and I just love them. Me too. They're like, you know, she and Joey, I see how sweet they are with each other. Charity and Dotton, it's just like, it's so special that we get to watch them find each other and fall in love. Yeah. And again, any other season, it would have been Joey. Like, it makes, he has googly eyes for her. Like, they're so cute. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. But something about Charity and Dawn just makes, is, like, watching how they interact with each other is just too good. Yeah. Well, we've got, I'm actually kind of excited for Mentel all this week. I'm normally not, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually not, but I am so intrigued by it. How they're going to continue to harass Brayden for stupid things. <laughs> How will Xavier talk his way out of things? Yep, that's what I'm here for. It looks, as you said, the preview, it looks like they have a very heated discussion. And I'm very much looking forward to watching her tear him a new one. And what will they do when they don't have to have a whole segment about don't bully people online or don't do blackface? What will they do at that time? Well, they're giving it to Gary. Because he gets a hot seat. Thank goodness. Wholesome content only. Yeah. I'm very here for Gary. I'm very excited. And then we've got our finale in two weeks. Crazy that we've... I mean, not crazy because this was an abbreviated season, but Mm -hmm. pretty wild that we're we're already done with it. Just about. I know. 
uh, final predictions for the finale? It's Joey and Dot and Don yep. goes home with the proposal. I think he will propose. 100%. Real question is what cut do you think he's going to get for Charity's ring? It looks so in the preview for the season, we see a black man holding, it looks like an oval cut with a halo, I think. Okay. Decent. Respectable choice. I'd prefer oh, no halo, but. Noted. What about you? I could decide if I saw Charity with like an oval ring or if she would want one of those like what's it called? I'm bad with the cut so I shouldn't have asked this question. The like really like simple like square ring with the little things on the side. Um, A simple square ring. Do you want like an emerald cut? Like a rectangle? Mm -hmm, that and one. then two little baguettes. Mm -hmm. A lot of my friends have gotten engaged recently so I feel like I'm up to date on the lingo. I think a lot of my friends have also gotten engaged or are like having babies now and yeah. I still don't know the words for things. I'm just like, <laughs> ah, pretty, cute, exciting. Shiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think Charity's mom's dilemma or, you know, they have a conversation out back after meeting both guys and it sounds like Charity is pretty conflicted. Do you think her mom is trying to sway her one way or another? Or do you think her mom is just like, you got to pick one, we'll support you no matter what? I think her mom's going to say, you've got to pick one. And I think she might say something like, do you think any of them are like too good to be true? Like, do you have mm -hmm. a doubt? And I think the too good to be true could make her spiral. Mm -hmm. Yep, can definitely see that. Speaking of moms and their thoughts, did your mom have thoughts? She had some issues with the fact that I played her voice last week. That's fine. Last you can time. go back to the old-fashioned way. I said, text me your thoughts. And then she didn't text them to me. But I was with her when she watched the last two episodes. So um, her main takeaway was that Xavier deserved to be slapped across the face. Fair. Yeah. Um, and she thinks he was looking for a way out. Like, there is no other reason he'd need to attack the way he did. She thinks mm -hmm. Aaron B coming back is stupid. It's just a red herring, you know, just a waste of our time. Um, and she says if Charity doesn't choose Dawn, she's also stupid. She's been saying that, though. She's like, but my mom is still convinced that she's going to choose Joey. Mm -hmm. Because she doesn't trust Charity to make the right decision. She's like, she's like, I think she hasn't had problems with Dawn, so she's not going to feel like she can choose him. That, yeah, that's my one worry is she may overthink it and say, well, you know, Joey, I've navigated a crisis with, so I know that we can take on new challenges together. Dotton, everything's been challenge. so good. <laughs> Dotton and her biggest challenge was getting over his fear of heights. His heights of fears. Mm hmm <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, she and she and Dotton haven't had to work through anything. But I also think it's because they are good communicators. Yes, I would agree. And I think Charity also agrees with us. But we'll find out. Fingers crossed. Two more weeks. Two more Not weeks. even. Like, we're recording on Sunday. So we've got what, like eight days, nine days? Oh, true. Yay. Amazing. 
anything else that you wanted to talk about before we wrap up? No, I think that's it for this two-in-one episode. I agree. I think we, uh, we've said all we can, and we will discuss internally what we want to do for the rest of the season, uh, whether we want to do a separate episode for Mentel All or take a bye week, but we will be at the very latest back in a little bit over a week to talk about the historic finale. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to sharing our thoughts with you soon. Beautiful.